listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Living good. I've been living good. Rolling through my hood. Understood. Just a youngin' in this bitch up to no good. In the whip. Every day with Nikki. She be riding with me. Never trip. Rolling through the city with hundreds and fifties out the blue. Like a crip. But I never bang, bang no. Bang no. They been with me ever since the for the fame, ho. Fame, ho. They been with me way before the fame, ho. And we been at it all the way before the fame, ho. Anyway. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tells podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. That's right. Take a trip, just a little trip. Yeah. God, God damn. That's my fucking jam. They know who I am. That's when the beat flip changed. Mm -hmm. I love me some logic, and I uh, just recently started uh, listening to the second one. I hadn't completely got through it, and I've really been enjoying what I've been rocking with with that one. Yeah, I think it's got way too many interludes on it, but I'm about to take his album and take all the interludes off of it and listen to it that way okay because i don't care about the um i don't care about none of that shit with the space story that he got on there oh shit that did not mean to do that uh-huh. I, don't, <clears throat> I don't care about the space stuff anyway um blackout tips itunes stitcher leave us five star reviews if we like them read them on the show uh kind of a short week this week because we got thanksgiving coming up so no wednesday show Mm-mm. we'll be moving uh the walking day review to tuesday mm-hmm. um and uh we'll be doing balls deep on wednesday with justin yep uh of course you can oh go ahead what are you gonna say? About to say yep live live uh of course uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball a bullet ball extreme and today marks day 340 that bobby schmurter is in jail without trial mm-hmm. uh they refuse to release him i glad right ain't charging with shit won't release him that just nothing uh and um we do have sponsors we have two sponsors this week first of all this show is brought to you by shadow dog productions our new audio play album is out in stores virtually mm-hmm. it's called sunspot and ratchetness it's out there on itunes some of it uh some of you guys already been great people and bought it yes and if you did buy it leave them a five-star review on itunes or uh wherever you got it mm-hmm. and um you know give us a shout out it contains nine hilarious audio plays and also check it out on itunes uh you can also search you can either search for sunspot and ratchetness or you can search for our names rod and karen morrow on uh, itunes and it'll come up all right we're also brought to you by bevel this episode is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com today and they're you doing a very special promotion i believe to the end of the year um so if <clears throat> if you guys are thinking about christmas and stuff and gifts for people now's the time because they're changing the promotion it used to be you get 20 percent off your first month and they're gonna change it to you get a free first month oh shit right so it's like you pretty much got somebody a birthday present for free okay a christmas present for free so yeah use code tbgwt to get that uh free first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l dot com all right let's get into uh the show all right uh let's see what should we start with uh it's been a few days why don't we start with some gay news
you know what let it ride out I wanna ask you. What you wanna ask me? There is something that I want to know. What you wanna know? Answer this question. You have the answer. I do. So tell me what I want to know. I will. What you wanna know, Sylvester? Do you wanna fuck? Yes. Do you wanna funk? Yes. Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you wanna funk, I do. Let me show you how. Yes. If you wanna funk with me, I sure do. Then do you wanna funk with me? Hey, I'm funking right now. Hey, got my glow sticks out. A night to remember. Knee high socks. All right. Let's. <laughs> all right now let's talk about the horrible things happening to gay people all right um here's one this is an old one apparently cordell stewart still gotta go out and prove to everybody that he's not gay oh lord ain't this been what 15 this, this has been forever this has been a lifelong fight for this man right because this is when he was called back and from the stillers what 1980s 90s i know and and we still on this right ain't nobody even talking about him well somebody was talking about him oh okay i know i wouldn't my bad my bad cordell stewart clapped back at atlanta's vo on atlanta's vo 103 wait v103 uh during big tigger's afternoon show addressing the recent attack on his sexuality the assault on his character stemmed from an interview on a live stream radio show called the shake up am with the i ain't gay no more andrew caldwell remember him mm-hmm. no i will not carry a purse Mm-mm. that guy boo boo you still gay i'm sorry i like women's so and he's and he's vacillated back and forth like on social media stuff from being like i'm straight now i, I got a girlfriend and then like the next day he'll be like i'm gay i'm fucking cordell stewart you know Stewart got wind of the news and immediately posted a tweet as Rolling Out reported earlier this morning. We reached out to Stewart at this radio interview and he confirmed he's never met Andre, Andrew Caldwell and has no idea why he's making these preposterous claims. Stewart expressed his disdain for irresponsible journalism that he has experienced since 1998 when another you. erroneous rumor surfaced about him being arrested when in fact there's no police report to support all these allegations. Big Tigger alluded that part of the problem messed him from his ex-wife, Portia Williams of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. This is his wife, what? Hmm. I didn't know that. Hmm. I did not know that. Uh, who was under attack on the show about Stewart's sexuality when she and her castmates were filming. Tigger inquired why he thinks Williams would put his sexuality into question publicly. Stewart uh, responds, I believe what was said on the part of my ex was due to bitterness. I filed for a divorce. I took the initiative to file, so there was a lot of bitter feelings involved. Once it was insinuated that I was gay and my masculinity was in question, then irresponsible social media comes into play. It's a shame when bloggers can state and write about rumors and hearsay, 
they basically write whatever they want with no accountability for what they post on these blogs journalists are supposed to be held to higher standards when reporting news or speaking on situations they actually should be reporting the facts as a sports analyst we were responsible for reporting facts and that last sentence and then i don't know yeah now i've listened to a lot of sports analysts report a lot less than facts. right they report a lot of rumors uh there's a lot of truth to what cordell is saying there if there's no proof that was written what was written it should definitely be retracted um so yeah i don't know man just uh kind of interesting man that i'm not gay no more dude it's like not only am i gay but i'm i'm calling out uh cordell stewart you know like how do you get to decide that for another person <laughs> right let him come out on his own accord if this is true yeah i mean you know first you know it was i'm not gay no more then it was i desire men now it's i'm fucking cordell stewart who's not out the closet at all uh and i from my understanding he was sued by um he was sued by cordell uh cordell stewart and that's kind of what stopped everything you know by the way like how does that feel to be the i'm not gay no more guy right like he's like like it's like the spokesperson for i'm not gay no more like like it's like oh like you know andre caldwell no i don't know andrew caldwell oh yeah um i'm not gay no more oh Oh, yeah that dude yes everybody knows that guy right yeah he got sued by um he got sued by cordell stewart uh and then he retracted his statement and was like nah i'm i'm I, i was tripping like i'm apparently uh the gay was prayed away uh yeah it looked like they got is this a clip from the interview let me see if i can play this uh, i don't know how long it is but it says he said i dated cordell in an interview I'm uh, cordell up the street oh no this is a whole hour long i don't know mm-hmm. when does this start <laughs> i'm not playing all this mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all gotta put many marks in these interviews uh anyway i had everything that porsche got i had bags purses cars i'm in a jaguar right now honey did you see that jaguar over there caldwell brad comparing himself to stewart's ex-wife porsche stewart wow well cordell stewart got one in the interview he denied it uh i'm a heterosexual man stewart stated stewart also went on to say that caldwell's delusional he never heard the man uh there's no room in my personality for that lifestyle it's not what i believe in i'm a heterosexual man eh. i'm judge, not gonna front that sounds like middle person huh it's a little judgmental nah i was gonna say that sounds like uh the talk they give people that are gay but then the church like ungays them with programming and it's like you know i don't this believe in say. that yeah you know there's no room in my personality for that lifestyle like uh, lifestyle what room in your personality yeah what does that mean no, i have no idea how about i'm just i'm not gay the end um uh so yeah that's anyway he got sued and then he dropped it so uh what else is going on oh here's one um this is about the church mm-hmm some children just can't stop themselves from tempting innocent pedophiles explains priest on live tv what yeah yep mm-hmm. this week a brave catholic priest came out against the villainous young children who tempt pedophiles telling a tv reporter the true victims are the priests who sometimes give up under the relentless barrage of underage temptation wait how does it get in gay news what did i, did I put this in the wrong place ha <laughs> ha 
oh no i know how okay i forgot it's further in the article i was like pedophile ain't got shit to do with being gay uh but i forgot uh it's been a while so i put this up this at the end the comments were broadcast on an italian tv and like many visionaries in that case before him his thoughts were not well received reverend gino flame said he understands pedophilia as an attempt by children to find affection whoa not the adult right well you know how sometimes you hang around a little kid and they just start having sex with you and you're like really looking come on man what is wrong with you, you know, i mean you know how it is when the kids over there coloring and minding their own business right. and you walk in the room and all of a sudden little boy pull his dick out and and you know all of a sudden you know little, little girls pull her underwear down and you know what, what, what can yeah, you i do? don't listen i don't want to insult a little kid by declining their advances for sex that's right. really all it is. i'm it's not that i'm a pedophile i'm a very polite person right when all of a sudden you get offered a ring pop right i mean how can you turn a ring pop down come is, on is jennifer subway a pedophile or is he just not trying to be rude to all these children think about it guys i know when you get the toy out of that captain crunch you can't help yourself children need affection and r kelly is here to give it to him that's all he's saying affection and urine what's wrong with that uh he told italy's la7 television channel i've been to lots of schools and i know children yeah people need to start questioning him (laughs) because the way he sounds like he has committed some crimes i don't mean no harm like (laughs) i would start everywhere he been stop like hey hey the kids you know come come here you you can be truthful with me has this man touched you right because the way he sounds sounds like he he's been um going after children Mm-hmm. because yeah. this not i mean did, i mean his speaking is like from a first-hand encounter i mean i'll just aside just the way he describing it like this is something you've experienced yeah i think it's a lot of uh i will begin to question you yeah, sir a lot of a lot of suspicion need to be thrown his way right right so i've you been mean, to, i've been to lots of schools right i know children oh, i know them well unfortunately there are children who seek attention because they didn't receive it at home and i understand that some priests can give up pedophilia is a sin and like all sins has to be accepted those are his words for real oh oh shit yeah he really said that the priest was understandably less forgiving when asked about homosexuality explaining that unlike the rape of a child consensual sex between two men is a disease but a sex between a an adult and a fucking kid is not though and some of these kids two consenting men i always go to men by the way but two consenting men having sex that is much much worse than priests giving up and having sex with little children because hey all sin need to be accepted and question some of these little children you know i hate to be it's a 50 50 percent chance that you might get a little boy or a little girl or a 50 50 chance you might do what you know get a little boy little girl because oh, mm-hmm. you know children across the board little girl little yeah. boy transgender child you know right. lgbtq child but you know you like that that don't matter when they can't consent right oh no you just they just they just raping these kids and that's okay because all sin has to be accepted except for the sin of homosexuality which of course is a disease that's different hmm. he's since been suspended essentially setting the pedophilia movement back though one suspect one suspects he won't be the last to defend them uh so 
right because you know in in their world it wouldn't be surprising if they know people or know a lot of these parishioners that got bumped around and moved around and reassigned and shit like that yep hit me again sylvester Yes, come fuck with this fluidity, nigga. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, North Carolina parents force ban on student clubs over LGBT inclusion. The only diversity school needs is the Bible. That's a quote. What? Okay, that's right. A goddamn diversity. A North Carolina K-12 charter school has caved to parents and shut down all student clubs over concerns about the inclusion of a student LGBTQ uh, group. Wow. So, okay, nobody had no clubs No, No club. No chess club. No math club. No debate club. No debate club. Nope. Wow. No art club. No chronic masturbators club. Nope. (laughs) No no drama club. None of that. Oh, so fuck the kids just go to go to school and just take their asses home. I mean, does this include track and field? I mean, those are clubs too. We're not gonna have no band, no track, no no football, no basketball, no nothing. Nope. Wow. The Daily Courier reported that parents and other members of the community blindsided the Lake Lure Classical Academy Board of Directors at a meeting on Friday at the Students Forum, the Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, and Transgender Club. On grand, uh, one grandmother reportedly complained to the board that she had she would have to explain the meaning of gay and lesbian to her grandchild because of the club. People get on my fucking nerves with that bullshit. These are your hangups, not the child's. Yeah hiding behind the children right my my children will never be able to understand no you don't understand motherfucker another citizen told the board since it is a public school it has the ability to do away with the club he said uh uh he said he did not have a child at lake lure but if he did he would take them out immediately he said only the only diversity school needed is the bible well you need your baby don't even go to the fucking school what are we talking about here right you just want to stop this club from happening you don't even have a dog in the fight that happens a lot when it comes to shit like this a lot of times most of the rally and most of the anger around this shit be out of state people that don't have a goddamn thing to do with the situation in the area yep uh look lord church baptist church pastor anton ruse uh warned that the attendance at the school would dwindle at the lgbt club was allowed to continue rule said that it was unfair that the rap the raptors for christ club was not allowed to hang posters on the school but said the lgbt club was allowed to kick off with an advertising campaign and the pastor asserted that lane long the teacher who sponsored the lgbt students should be disciplined this club was put together by a teacher and i would like to know what action was taken against her rule said we are in a time in which you as a board need to stay take a stand we have entrusted school director jessica boiling with our children and you have failed them wow and you know and it's failed the children and teaching that tolerance right right and that's the shit that make you mad it's like 
you 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 don't want to homeschool or can't homeschool you want to send them to school but yet you don't want them to have any reality of the world you want this school to be this bubble but school is not a bubble all of us have been to school you find out shit and you learn shit about life in school shit that's outside of what is taught at the home this is not a new fucking concept people mm-hmm um if that's the case i mean can we you want to take it all back to slavery nigger schools you know white i mean because when you do this you're just stripping diversity it just sounds just like the same arguments used against desegregation right it makes no fucking sense it's dumb well just close all the schools then damn let those niggas come in right i'm gonna have to tell my i'm gonna have to explain to my child what a nigger is ma'am come on dog uh long explain that she had been on the screen Oh, no, they don't deserve to hear this anymore. I'm <laughs> sorry we brought this to you, people, okay? Some of you guys will hear about this later. Some of you guys will never hear this. Um, all right, let me get back on the screen. There we go. Um, yeah, so um, he put, uh, Long explained that she had been happy to let students meet in her room when they came to her with the idea of starting an LGBT club. This is not a religious club. This is a human rights club, Long observed. My father is a Christian, and I've been brought up to understand that God is love. Jesus wants to help people. She pointed out that posters from the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network were displayed in schools across the country. I have researched G-L-S-E-N, uh over the um summer and ordered some stuff i gave one poster to our guidance counselor who hung it in her office long recalled then when the student told me she wanted to start a club i gave her the poster and she hung it up i'm extremely proud of my students if there was no need for this club to exist in the school it would not exist um here's the other thing i, I that i think needs to be noted in this while this one bigot is hiding behind the bible the, she's also saying she gets she's doing this from a place of love and uh understanding that that god is love so it's not all one-sided like oh all christians feel this way like no they all don't like yeah and and it's funny how the loud angry christians keep winning you know what i mean it's Mm -hmm. like it just it pisses me off so bad because like the bigots are always angrier louder they stand up for each other they come to these meetings they they rally and organize Mm -hmm. and then they fucking get their way so many times when you're just like but you're wrong you're just it's not right that what you're doing and it sucks that that they're able to to get this done right something you said and i will always agree with you just because you quote unquote win the war or win the the battle doesn't make you right yeah that boycott culture culture thing where people were hey man we could put chick-fil-a out of business i'm like that wouldn't necessarily make you right Mm -hmm. if you if you're able to do it i mean it won't make you right and if you're not able to do it it doesn't make you wrong you know a lot of people keep having this idea of like well we'll just we'll we'll make this happen and then this thing will stop and you're like stopping something isn't always the doesn't mean you you were right Mm-mm. it means you know or it may mean the majority of people agree with you it may not but it definitely doesn't mean you're right i mean they got this shit su- shut down and for what right so now all the children suffer your children ended up suffering now right and most importantly you let it blank it makes the lgbt students in the um school seem like the bad guys because like oh y'all club got us all shut down and it lets them know subconsciously that you hate them so much and you hate what they stand for and their life and everything about them so much that you would rather nobody have anything than them have something 
right right you know how children are i bet you everybody gonna find out who's on that club and all that shit because because they're so fucking petty they're probably with these other kids that was on the club and this is the student i mean the the teacher that was over it with and then you're demanding that this teacher get disciplined why yeah um so yes yeah, uh we'll see what happens um because they have another meeting december 10th uh board meeting to discuss the clubs and how to go forward on this once again parents getting involved adults getting involved in some kids shit fucking it up mm-hmm. um and nc policy watch says lake lord classical academy is the only school in the lake lord area um uh, and it is a charter school backed by libertarian billionaire john bryan uh, but it also receives public funds from North Carolina taxpayers. And that's the thing, and that's a lot, that's, that's the issue that a lot of people have with each other. school. They're like, okay, y'all can make your own fucking rules, but you get taxpayers' money. You need to be able to follow the same rules that, that everybody else follows because you get taxpayers' money. And in, in any other public school, you can't be going in there talking about shut this shit down and can't nobody have any, any clubs because we fucking felt like it. Yep uh rose mcgowan claim slams caitlin jenner's woman of the year award acceptance speech rose mcgowan was not a fan of caitlin jenner's woman of the year acceptance speech the charmed actress 42 slammed the former olympian for stating at a glamour ceremony on monday november 9th that the hardest part about being a woman is figuring out what to wear caitlin jenner you do not understand what being a woman is about at all you want to be a woman to stand with us well learn us we are more than deciding what to wear we are more than the stereotypes forced upon us by people like you you're a woman now well fucking learn that we have had a very different experience than your life of male privilege mcgowan wrote on facebook monday november 16th she continued woman of the year no not until you wake up and join the fight being a woman comes with a lot of baggage the weight of unequal history you do well to learn it you do well to wake up woman of the year not by a fucking long shot uh she also posted several graphic memes that feature jenner's quote some of the photos include a woman being raped being followed home late at night and a woman in the hospital after giving birth one that particularly stood out was oj simpson's late wife nicole brown simpson covered in bruises jenner's ex-wife chris jenner was best friends with the model actress as pre wow wow yes jesus christ right but yet people say that you can't be a woman quote unquote and be against women wow because this um, sounds like some shit a dude would do right um uh then she said later i guess let me amend this by saying i'm happy for what she's doing visibility wide for the trans community don't back up don't and i'm back. happy she's mm-hmm. living her truth but comments mm-hmm. like hers have consequences for other women but your consequence have your your words don't have consequence for trans women who are killed at a much okay because she don't care how we are perceived what our values are leads to more stereotyping if you know you're going to be speaking to the media about being a woman maybe come to understand our struggles yeah uh it's funny It's, it's funny how folks pull that one you know what i mean where it's like right. uh yeah no i'm all for your rights and everything except um you know when i'm mad then it goes right back to you you're not a woman you don't know what the fuck you're talking about and i didn't listen but odds are that was probably in the context of a joke yeah like um now i want to hear the speech like right because I, I i sincerely doubt that it was a a speech where um 
it was gonna be um uh you know like serious if she said you know it's about you know how uh we might have to put woman of the year okay well now that's oh yeah maybe that's what right because remember she did known for espn that's that's the yeah one. that's the speech that keeps popping up All right um let's see Judith white honors woman of the year glamour magazine was that who it was for let me see what yeah glamour okay so i guess this is it um so let's see is she seriously saying uh that's the hardest part of being a woman or or what caitlin jenner a name none of us had heard till six months ago has in that short time helped teach america what it means to live a courageous and authentic life over this last six months it has been the most eye-opening experience of my life for years and years i never felt like i fit in anywhere i always felt as an outsider i never felt good in the male side and i wasn't obviously in the female side i was kind of stuck in the middle but all of a sudden after making this decision and coming out it was by far the best thing i ever did because for so many years i lost my enthusiasm for life literally staying in my house for almost six years because i never really wanted to come out just to go to work that was about it now actually i like going out and i like being myself and in doing that and in doing that it's been amazing the opportunity we have for change for people to understand this issue because it's so difficult i could not have done this without the people who have gone before me the laverne cox of the world the janet mox gina vasaro what i have learned because i had never met anybody else who was trans until actually after i came out i could never kind of out myself what i have learned about this community is what a great group of women there are out there who have worked so hard to be authentic to themselves and and authentic to womanhood i'm doing a show right now i'm right in the middle of a bus ride with six girls and we're going around the united states dealing with trans issues and we're having so much fun they're so great people and i could have done it without all of them and to glamour magazine i got to tell you a story quickly i i haven't been able to i haven't been on the airlines in over a year why because i didn't have authentic id and finally last week i got my driver's license okay big deal picture and gender marker f so it's always the little things in life that really you notice and i'm sitting on the plane and for the first time reading glamour magazine and not having to fold the cover over so nobody could see what actually i was reading that i had that thing opened up beautifully just reading through glamour magazine it was absolutely great and so thank you glamour magazine for honoring me tonight i never in a million years ever thought i would be here and i'm sure you didn't either but here i am baby alive and well thank you very much what is she talking about what's the problem I don't know. Maybe I missed it. I don't know. 
maybe I did too. And and to me, uh, I think that uh, I might be wrong, but sometimes I think that it to me, Caitlyn Jenner is to an extent similar to correlation work with me here with Beyonce because you have people that have been activists for years and they've been on the ground and grinding and quote unquote all of a sudden Beyonce comes put out an album everybody's attention drawn to her and everybody's watching what she's doing and everybody's putting her on the pedestal and you know they get upset because they're like well I've been grinding and I've been doing this shit ain't nobody been watching me ain't here's the thing Rose McGowan ain't no fucking activist though no she's not she was just offended on a personal level that um probably from a headline to be honest because i just we just listened to the whole speech um and it probably from a headline she just decided that uh, you don't know what you're talking about if you think that's all it is um the second part thing i did want to clarify um they gave caitlin the award for her life and for the transition that she's gone through for the life that she's lived for whatever she's done this year to advance the understanding of women's lives and this is just anger that her womanhood is not centered around the same ideals that yours are right this is about her story so her story is not gonna have the same um when i walk home i might get raped story that you have and that's okay there's not one type of woman there's not one kind of womanhood there's not one story and one struggle for all women the same way that i'm sure for years and years and years white women have gotten up there and not said anything about black women's struggles and nobody has to go hey yeah uh fuck so and so because they brought up that uh we still haven't reached uh you know equality with pay but then she said uh she says 86 cent on the dollar when really black women make 66 cent on the dollar so fuck you bitch like people aren't doing that and if they are doing it they're not getting like all this press and response and shit right so um this was about caitlin's story and the things that are tough to her and if she said the joke of getting dressed after all the other shit she just said by the way then fuck you if that's what you took away from it it's like oh no fuck her she she doesn't know anything about this it's like resentment you know what i mean right that's all it is resentment and you made my point uh that i was going to say before about it's the same thing with the feminists and beyonce it's like you feel like because you've experienced this and that your experience is the only experience and there's no other way around this that her experience doesn't matter and doesn't count but it does right it's just i don't know man it's like it has to be your thing you know like if if if, and the other thing too about it don't get it twisted caitlin jenner still has white privilege Mm -hmm. she like it doesn't just because someone has the backing and the response and the power and all this shit in some areas it doesn't mean that they're perfect or that they're good well now they're just a great person and all this shit like the they can honor her with this award and you go that's good and then you go yeah kind of odd that y'all skip right over janet mock you know (laughs) you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. you know it's kind of odd that you guys have uh skipped over several other people 
uh in this case you know just the you know people of color that have really pushed this thing forward that uh people have have somehow skipped over giving credit but okay you know six months and you want to give it to uh caitlin jenner fine i don't mind you thinking that caitlin jenner is not a good person you don't like her or whatever the shit no one can really control what you think but once you start misgendering once you start with the transphobia once you start with the um with the 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 um you know these shady remarks that um you know are universally insulting to people trans people everywhere then yeah somebody has to say something and yeah rose mcgon was wrong as fuck um and just to drive that home trans woman found dead after being sent to male prison oh yeah these are the problems that you know yeah so you know maybe maybe you know maybe caitlin jenner's life not the same as everybody else you know what i mean like she didn't have she has money privilege you know you like there's a lot of stuff um that she has access to that if you really have a problem with that you should have a problem with glamour picking her right not not um you know because and not to mention all those awards and shit are kind of like self-serving in any way right i mean it's not like they're gonna give the glamour award to oh here's um the trans woman who was kicked out of the meeting with the president for heckling him and um they're never gonna pick that woman Mm -hmm. it's gonna be who's a famous woman in hollywood that we can pick that's a celebrity right it would draw clicks and all that right right uh anyway um 21 year old vicky thompson was found dead inside Leeds prison last friday she had been given a 12-month sentence for as yet unknown conviction but according to the bbc the sentence was later suspended however thompson was later made to serve her original 12-month sentence after breaking the terms of her suspended sentence thompson's boyfriend robert Steele told the bbc she didn't like it in there because people were saying things to her because she was dressing as a female muhammad hussein added that he had told the judges that Thompson was essentially a woman and that she was vulnerable and should have been sent to a women's prison. A prisoner, a prison service spokesman added HMP Leeds prisoner Vicky Thompson was found unresponsive at the, on the evening of Friday, 13th November. Um, uh, staff and paramedics attempted resuscitation, but she was pronounced dead at uh, 2100 hours. Uh, as with all deaths in custody, there will be an investigation by the independent prisons of probation. Uh, I'm just, I'm Buzzman. Earlier this month, Carolyn Denegnage, junior minister for women, equality, and family justice said in a statement that prisoners are normally placed according to their legally recognized gender. However, the guidelines allow some room for discretion and senior prison staff will review circumstances of every case in cons- consultation with medical and other experts in order to protect the physical and emotional well-being of the person concerned along with the safety and well-being of other prisoners mm, why are you lying right oh my god yes. the minister later confirmed that a review of the treatment of transgender prisoners began earlier this year and a revised policy will come into force early next year yeah which means you're still gonna have people die between then and this time and that yeah, time. Well, too late for some people right all right um all right let's get into some regular news but up that's that's how it goes uh let's see here um oh there was a anonymous was saying that terrorists were going to target um 
some uh because you know everybody's so in arms right now about terrorism because of what happened in france and mm-hmm. um keep in mind uh not what happens in mali or what happens in nigeria or anywhere else just what well, just yeah. france france is what took america it took france to get america on edge um but um uh anonymous was reporting that isis was gonna uh, attack a professional wrestling event in atlanta this weekend um and the fbi is saying that that is not credible that's not a credible um threat and the thing about it is yeah anonymous has been trolling for a while now mm-hmm. they released a report that said some people were uh some white dudes were in the kkk that were politicians and they they weren't like mm-hmm. they you know they said they were going to do all this stuff to the um ferguson police department it never happened you know like god you're being trolled you know you gotta at some point you just gotta be like yo can't trust anonymous because people keep spreading these stories every time anonymous says something and then it's like oh yeah that didn't come that didn't happen it's like how many times it gotta not happen for y'all to be like i don't trust anything they say come on now you know so yeah it's not a credible threat uh chipotle is still serving burritos laced with new secret ingredient e coli hey of course karen was right yes not keep trying to get it to go there y'all she won't go anymore fuck that and this is spread it to more states too no yeah the country's favorite burrito chain is at it yet again serving signature carnitos carnitas with a side of diarrhea <laughs> chipotle's e coli broke outbreak has spread across uh to now six states according to federal officials after it started out earlier this month in just two states more than 40 people have fallen ill the outbreak began with a few dozen cases in oregon and washington after which the company shorted, uh, shuttered several stores. Now, according to U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, Chipotle restaurants in California, Ohio, New York, and Minnesota are all in on the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's more, the outbreak referred to as E. coli O26 outbreak strain is pretty much confined to Chipotle's food. A total of 45 people have gotten sick from the strain and 43 have recently eaten the tasty, non-GMO, sustainably sourced, uh, E. coli lace burrito from Chipotle. Maybe they need to add some of them preservatives and uh, non-organics to it no, so they can uh, no get that E. coli out. Kill that fucking bacteria trying to be all healthy and shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, you always get the run from Taco Bell, but at least you're expecting it. Ain't that the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Um, Chipotle still, uh, still having issues. Yeah, and at the end of the day, you still get the same amount of calories that you would get from something else and sometimes more depending on what you're eating. So... <laughs> Yeah, but you get to shit it out, and then you don't have to worry about it anymore. So you're going to probably lose weight on the Chipotle diet now. Yeah, lose more weight than you planned on. CNN correspondent suspended over implicitly opinionated tweet regarding explicitly horrible house vote on Syrian refugees. Elise Labatt said, House passes bill that could limit Syrian refugees. Statue of Liberty bows head in anguish. Um, And uh, she got suspended for saying that for two weeks the house of representatives passed a bill that would radically slow admission of syrian refugees to the united states cnn's global affairs correspondent who uh was understandably disheartened uh 
uh, got suspended for expressing that disheartment on twitter she got suspended for two weeks the washington post eric wimble report that because labbit is a reporter and not a commentator she is required to comply with cnn's neutrality neutrality principle slash sham uh according to apparently i mean i'm sorry apparently however there are some exceptions to the rule anchor don lemon is permitted to express opinions on air as long as they aren't particularly partisan to who yeah who decides that all right um, right to who no she shouldn't have been suspended fuck you and no don lemon shouldn't he should follow the same goddamn rule as everybody else right what 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 is predictably partisan and what is unpredictably partisan because i'm starting to feel like don lemon is very predictable yes he is so i would guess predictably predictably partisan probably means black Come as on long now. as they're not very pro-black then he's you know because you would predict that a black person would say something that black people would agree with so if you say something the opposite of that then you're not being predictably partisan right and yeah y- y'all do this when you want to because y'all just did this honestly in my personal opinion i might be wrong but i think you did it more because it's a woman and i think you did it more more so because uh she fight for brown people and don Lemon don't give a fuck about brown people and in fact he constantly talk about how they ain't shit and constantly trolled him on social media and and follow all the famous you know quote-unquote black twitter folks and make articles and shit to make them mad to make them watch and uh, at the end of the day don lemon creates ratings and this woman doesn't yeah she uh was on twitter and said everyone that was wrong of me to editorialize my tweet was inappropriate and disrespectful i sincerely apologize and she shouldn't have to apologize right mm-hmm. Dom, let me don't be fucking apologize for the bullshit he be putting out there people be outraged about the bullshit he gonna say but you keep ignoring it because the most of the people that get mad are black and brown so you don't give a fuck about their opinion he's not a, he's not offending white folks so if, if he offend the, the, the right white folk uh the, the, the right white person the shit will change but because you know a lot of them don't care about us and our plights when it comes to black and brown people he'll keep his job and he'll continue to stay there no matter how much we demand that he gets off the air because he's fucking not a goddamn journalist he's i don't know i don't know what he is but he's not a journalist he's terrible at his job armed protesters gather outside the islamic center of irving yep who's the terrorist again you got guns and flags and signs talking about ted cruz and and you gathering outside their place of worship with guns i mean Mm -hmm. who's the threat now come on now about a dozen protesters mostly carrying long guns some masked and one with his mother (laughs) he probably still lives with uh lined up outside an irving mosque on saturday they had come from as far away as hunt county to the green dome complex to stop the islamization of america and these people just going to worship and you don't think this is goddamn intimidating and terrorism behavior a terrorist type behavior oh this is going the other way right you you let them stand outside a fucking church well yeah with mask and shit on and you know yeah talking about stop the christianization of america okay see what will happen cops would be there and they would get fucking beat down and arrested and charged with something a pickup tooted on its way down Esther's Road, not the first or last driver to endorse the message right behind the truck. A sedan pulled out of the Islamic Center of Irving Lot where afternoon prayers had just finished and blasted Arabic music as it passed. <laughs> That's dope. Uh, 
two men on the sidewalk mocked the song distorting firing lyrics into gibberish as the car sped away then they huddled in the cold around their cigarettes and guns and flags waiting for another passerby to pay attention it was a strange protest held at a strange time in a suburb strangely relevant to america's brand of anti-islamic politics we tried to talk to the mouse before we oh wait i'm sorry we tried to talk to the mouse before we did this but they wouldn't return our messages wonder why (laughs) dressed in black all the way from his backwards baseball cap to the barrel of his tactical shotgun so here we are Wright said he organized a rally in the wake of an Islamic terrorist group's massacre in Parisian civil, uh, Parisian civilians this month. Like millions of Americans, he wants to block Syrian refugees from U.S. shores, lest they replicate the attack here. What the fuck did these people got to do with that? But like a fraction of those millions, he was convinced that Irving's mosque had established the country's first Islamic court earlier in the year. A false rumor that started online but grew in popularity after Mayor Beth Van Dien made the focus of speeches to uh, the Tea Party group. And what's the difference between this and I think don't Jewish and some other religions have certain laws that only pertain to them and only their religion? What's right. the difference? Yeah. Uh, the difference is Islamophobia. Right. Those brown people can't be trusted. Uh, don't, you know, and, uh, it's not like America didn't shut its shores to Jewish people during the Holocaust when they came over here, uh, in a boat, uh, hoping to seek us out. So, you know, proud tradition just continues. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's see. Bernie Sanders decries shocking statistics at BET's racial justice forum. You know, I was kind of surprised. I didn't realize BET already had this. Because I remember saying, like, yeah, black people don't need to be waiting around for one question Mm-mm. during a debate about Black Lives Matter. We actually need our own forum, and it needs to be a debate forum, and it needs to be on TV. Now, I don't know if all those things are happening with BET's forum, but it's a start. Yes, it is. So, I believe Bernie went and um, O'Malley went. I don't think Hillary went. Of course not. Yeah. Um, Democratic presidential candidate Bernie Sanders called for criminal justice reform and discussed the Black Lives Matter movement Saturday at BET's presidential justice forum. Sanders opened his speech at the bipartisan event by listing off uh, what he called horrible facts. I'm going to start with the issue that is on everyone's mind, the continual struggle for racial racial justice in America, Sanders said, reported uh, fusion. Sanders then listed off numbers and statistics such as black people being in prison at six times the rate of white people and one out of 15 African-American men being incarcerated. These are shocking statistics to say the least. But before these even before we even address those, we have to deal with the most urgent and obvious issue that needs to be addressed head on. And that is the killing of African-Americans by police or deaths while in custody. Sanders in August notably was interrupted by a Black Lives Matter activist uh, at a campaign event in Seattle. My name is Marissa Janae Johnson, co-founder of Black Lives Matter Seattle. She said, uh, I was going to tell Bernie how racist the city is, filled with its progressives, but you already did it for me. Thank you. In April, Sanders called the Baltimore protests surrounding the death of Freddie, Freddie Gray while in police custody a state and local issue. And he noted the need to create jobs to make sure kids in schools and our prisons. Fusion noted Sanders' tone regarding Black Lives Matter movement was different Saturday. 
people must do more than just echo the phrase black lives matter sanders said we put mu- we must put actions behind those those words actions that will bring about the fundamental reform that is needed in the face of this crisis criminal justice reform must be the civil rights issue of the 21st century and most first uh, and the most first piece has to be police reform killing of african americans has got to stop uh sanders also said that he would call for body cameras on police public records of civilian deaths in police custody and funding to help improve police standards but also said that he would look at the fairness in the education system and wealth gap between whites and black americans democratic hopeful martin o'malley and republican candidate ben carson also attended the forum what ben carson was there what did he tell them niggas ain't shit o'malley noted in his speech that maryland had repealed the death penalty under his leadership as governor carson talked about living by godly principles and said people need to be well informed according to a video posted by bet hillary clinton was invited but she decided to opt out well um first of all shout out to bernie sanders mm-hmm. uh as always he continues to be uh to to learn from um the mistakes that he made right and evolve as a as evolve, evolve, evolve as a candidate right and has been sharper and better focused off of this but not his fans uh, than uh than his uh supporters have been right uh that well some of his supporters some have gotten better but um yeah that's dope that's exactly what i wanted to hear from him so you know good good for him i'm not even listening to martin o'malley because i mean come on dog baltimore come on <laughs> like, dog. like you like it's not even a like i don't know what to tell you dog it's baltimore man um but uh plus he has no shot at winning um although i do wonder what ben carson said that's what i want to know yeah did he put him to sleep thank you all very much thank you well my wife candy and i are delighted to be here Always happy to be in South Carolina, particularly after being in Iowa this morning where it was snowing. When people- Yo, it's crazy because, like, he's in a room full of, of black people, and his energy is just so, like, he can't even do the the black energy like uh like all the other politicians always do like even he, bill clinton he can needs do a it. shot of energy like right. i don't know he need a, a the vitamin e for energy because his energy level just mm-hmm, it ain't deal are well informed it's very difficult to manipulate them but when people really don't have the facts all that's required are dishonest media and slick politicians and off they go so many black people in the audience with their arms folded like a motherfucker what everybody in the audience is looking like this motherfucker about to put me to sleep and i don't believe anything he's saying of course they've been watching the debates dog oh <laughs> oh they look so tired they go in another direction without really analyzing. <laughs> i think one dude just woke up <laughs> in the background somebody was on their phone he was like, hey hey you are you uh, what what now what is he oh, talking about, talking about huh? and off they yeah, go in another direction uh-huh. it's just another example of the liberal media not informing people of things oop de do what's going on i want to talk about what is truly compassionate you know there are a lot of people in this country who say i'm compassionate and they pat people on the head and say there there you poor little thing i'm going to take care of all of your needs give you food stamps and housing subsidies oh shit and free health care and 
free telephones and whatever you want. I'm going to give it to you. And um, just remember, I'm the good guy. The problem with that kind of thinking. Oh, they're laughing at him. For over 50 years. Don't make us laugh at him. We need to make sure that we make it clear that it's okay to live by godly principles of loving your fellow man, of caring about your neighbor. Developing your God given talents to the utmost so that you become valuable to the people around you. Of having values and principles that govern your life. And if we do that, we truly will have one one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. Yeah, he didn't talk about race at all. He really no. went like Bernie Sanders and then like, yo, black people getting killed by the police and this sucks and we need to do something about it here's my plan this nigga just came up behind him like godly principles that's what it's really all about and yeah, y'all informed. niggas are begging for everything and don't forget i'm the good guy so don't shoot me down you're black so obviously you care about welfare and it was hilarious though because uh they shot they shot this uh camera over and the niggas was laughing at him i know you guys all look like welfare recipients um you guys uh, you guys are black right and i think the only reason I, I might be wrong but i think the only reason why he even accepted it because this was the quote-unquote good blacks that he know wouldn't fucking boo him and be like uh nigga what are you talking about he was like i know they they, they, they won't bump rush the stage well, i don't think they would do that at any political forum um that uh he was speaking that because uh they know he ain't gonna help you know oh, what man. i mean ain't no need for black lives matter to fucking interrupt him yeah because you don't care he probably can't wait to leave anyway oh okay you guys are taking the stage good job thank you i'll just be back here being racist uh the victim of the dc twerking attack breaks his silence dc twerking attack he i agree he was attacked Mm -hmm. it's a goddamn attack Tonight, a 7 on your side exclusive to the man in this video at the center of this D.C. twerking and sex abuse case that so many people have been talking about. Uh, he's I'm just more amazed. Like I'm more amazed that twerking has made it into our lexicon enough for news anchors to say it with not even breaking a smile. Right. This alleged twerking attack. So we'll tell you why, because white women's are choking. If, if it was just black women, it, they... they probably would have joked about it listen the cheeks were slapping and he was getting scared yeah because white women got a billion a billion view hits uh twerking so yeah everybody know what it is now identity for the first time on television now as he tells our fighting back against crime investigator jennifer donnellan he wants to set the record straight now jen joins us live from the northeast gas station where all refresh. this unfolded all right it's skipping your sound is skipping with the my chat sound room. is skipping yeah with the chat room oh is that y'all don't like this all right let me let me refresh real quick mm-hmm. do, 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 do. all right let's see let me get back on screen all right cool let me know if it's uh still clipping guys uh get back to this jen tell us about it well, what that camera captured inside that this gas station and the subsequent fallout after the tape was released had this man reading comment after comment on websites across the Internet. Now it's his turn. Bringing the 
into her home. Meet 40-year-old Washington Tharp. He's the guy in the viral video of two women caught on tape twerking, grabbing, and touching him. It looks like I just had some girls twerking on me, and I just called the police. That is not what happened at all. The local middle school teacher stopped for gas at the New York Avenue Shell Station at 3.58 p.m. on October 7th, pulled out his cash to pay, and the twerking was just the beginning. So I was like, okay, you know, get off me. I said, all right, stop. Next came the woman in red. She grabbed my um, private part in the front and then private part in the back. All that police say was sexual abuse. I was going around in circles trying to maneuver myself away from them. They just keep continuing, continuing, continuing. Tharp says so much more was caught on tape. A 10-minute ordeal, and it all led up to his call to 911. When I went outside, the girls followed me. The one in the red dress hurried up and jumped in front of me, grabbed the car door, would not allow me to get into the car. She goes, take us with you. I said, no, I'm not taking you anywhere. Tharp said there was a group Shit. of men standing nearby. I'm thinking, never going to set me up. I'm he said one of the women then tried to grab And that makes sense. Yep. Because that happens, by the way. You know, there's a bunch of dudes that, uh, you know, they use women as distractions and your dumb ass thinking you special uh his arm the six foot two two hundred your dumb ass thinking you special like oh yeah i'm about to get some pussy bap 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 no and it don't work like that call it craigslist you know that happens all the time 130 pound teacher said he tried to throw her off of him when she caught her falling got right back up i'm thinking she's got to be a man tharp said the women retreated but just for a moment he drove into the car wash when i turned on the car wash the girls came inside the other way from the exit after me and i'm thinking oh shoot they're about to kill me that's when i called 911. Tharp said he feared for his life that afternoon right. why do you feel like you have to explain yourself well, I feel like I have to explain myself because the video portrayed a different story. And the story went nuts everywhere. We counted close to half a million views on World Star Hip Hop and 900,000 views of different versions on YouTube and counting. I'm speaking the truth and maybe they help someone else in the future. Now, what about those women in the surveillance video? One woman has... Uh anyway one woman got caught and the other one hadn't yet yeah but the, but the way which which uh, i'm glad he did come out and speak mm-hmm. uh because this that you know that they was probably setting him up and for those women to be that aggressive then dudes was like y'all better bring him back so we can rob him or whatever and they was like if oh. they weren't gonna do it themselves right you know but yeah I, I think a lot of people just saw twerking and it was a bunch of jokes and you okay bro and all that shit and it's like um yeah, you okay bro is real i know I that was, got robbed yeah. like fuck just just the sexual harassment of it which is still fucked up but mm-hmm. yeah i could have got robbed dog right and i hope you catch both of them because uh, if this was other around people would have had a fucking fit they wouldn't have been no jokes it would have been nothing but fucking outrage yep um did we talk about this female viagra only has 227 subscriptions so far but the shit don't work um and that is because it doesn't work according to this thing that makes sense uh addyi addy was supposed to be a popular drug according to the marketing campaign for the women's libido enhancer nearly half of all women suffer from sexual dysfunction and this pill was going to help them as viagra did for men but according to bloomberg news idi or ide i don't know ide uh is no blockbuster while half a million prescriptions were written for viagra in its first few weeks on the market 
this drug is now only garnered 227 prescriptions 227 that's mm-hmm. it right and i'm gonna tell you why uh, several things for me well step- the article will tell you why but go ahead and give me yo what you think it's gonna oh say. i'm gonna give you my hot take yeah uh because men care about their penises a whole lot and in society has pressured men uh when it comes to sex and sexuality just to have the biggest dick ever and everybody and every man thinks their dick is special so uh they uh will run and they will purchase anything to make their sexual experiences better um and women desire sex too but it's just one of those things where does this uh well i got questions about the pill does the pill um when dudes take the pill it it makes his penis hard i'm under assumption that's the purpose of it but for women does it does it um affect her clitoris or is it something that's you know more hormonal or some shit like that and every woman is different you know so you know what you do with your period and all that stuff so every woman's not gonna have the same response and they don't market the same well these commercials there's no commercials viagra came out that shit is everywhere it's still fucking everywhere now but nothing like it did when it first came out um all right so medical medication doesn't work all that well um uh, only a small subset of women who take the drug every day experiences benefits about half an additional sex encounter each month above those who are taking a placebo pill that's it for half an additional sex encounter some some which which i'm assuming all sex encounters are counted as whole numbers so basically one out of every two of the women have one additional sex encounter a month right and also the thing is i didn't think about it why do i have to take this shit every day a lot of these dudes you pop one pill once and then that's it you know now they have the kind that you can quote unquote take every day but it's one of those things where like you say you, you you're really not targeting the problem quote unquote per se because you, you you're trying to you know for men you pop the pill you dick get hard okay for women that you you take the pill every day we'll see how you feel it's like okay i should pop the pill you should make my clit hard and i should be able to go but you don't want to approach it from that particular standpoint you want to approach it from a different standpoint which i completely understand because every woman is different but you know it's not the you know maybe not the way i'm viewing it, it's not the same because uh when it comes to the viagra you didn't have to take a pill these dudes don't have to take a pill every day unless they opt to take the version where you have to take a pill every day why do why does a woman have to take a pill every day well first of all our bodies are different and if you have to take a pill every day because your body is different then that's just something you have to do in my opinion like the science of it is the science like i don't know for a fact that it's like well we had one day pink viagra but we decided to not give it to women like i don't know if that happened but if the science is the science that you know um it's easier to have a drug where a man's penis gets hard for a couple hours than it is to have a woman instantly get wet maybe that's just what it is you know i don't know what the what the logic behind that is if the science is predicting like what we can do that that's true but also we also know that when it comes to quote-unquote science for males and females they approach it completely different and they don't put the money and the funding in it to find out if this is even possible well keep before in mi- they even attempt to come out with stuff well keep, well keep in mind though that they weren't trying to discover fucking viagra when they happened to discover it so all the penis logic in the world and, and penis medicine and money couldn't get it done they were actually <laughs> looking for something else they were, they were i think it was like a like pregnancy or something it was something else and then just having to be like oh damn my dick's hard 
<laughs> so I, I like i don't know that the science is as advanced medically as it would seem you know um but either way like whether it's an everyday thing or a one day thing i think the important information that is getting skirted over here is for a chance at one additional sex encounter a month that ain't shit nope that's why it's not selling yeah like that ain't shit like a chance at one i might maybe kind of maybe i'll up. have one more sex time per month I'm not even guaranteed that. i can have an orgasm no versus dudes almost guaranteed if if they if they finish his orgasm it's not like that for women meanwhile the drug also carries since uh serious potential side effects i believe that including drowsiness dizziness nausea and less commonly extremely low blood pressure and spontaneous fainting all of which are worsened by alcohol oh so you can't drink right so now i got the fuck sober come on man what is going on in this world wow i gotta be sober every day of the week and i have a question i wonder is 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 um uh does this affect certain type of birth control yeah uh, i don't know no that's a question all in itself too because you know there's I, I know. various different types of birth control but that i don't on. yeah i don't know i don't okay. know and i don't know the ages of the women on the shit because right. i know viagra was more seen as like an older male thing mm-hmm. so i don't know if they're assuming these women will be past the birthing age i don't know oh, okay okay i have no idea you know young people do take viagra but typically <laughs> recreationally not medically not they're not supposed to be taking it right in a lot of cases because they'll there'll be people that don't have they just kind of like oh i can have sex for hours now you know uh pink viagra um study findings Increased number of satisfying sex encounters one uh uh let's see point five for people on placebos and one so only so you get one additional increased sexual thing per month um more women were very were much to very much improved in satisfying sexual encounters 31 percent of women that took the pink viagra for real reported having satisfying sex much improvement in their sexual encounters so that's good 22 percent uh of the placebo said they also had improved sexual encounters so maybe just telling them it was <laughs> maybe just going hey this is pink viagra they're like mm, i'm gonna get all the fucking it's like actually gave you a placebo right so it might be mental for some people yeah more women were much to very much improved in their distress about in uh, in their distress about low desire 34 percent for women that were on it 25 percent for women that weren't so everybody had an increase so mentally it sounds like the mentality was a lot of it right side of, oh go ahead Karen. then that goes you know to larger things society and the way women viewed it which is larger things but they was like hey does it help you even if it's not really helping you it just made them feel better side effects more women had severe drowsiness 21 percent and eight percent so even women on the placebo felt that they had severe drowsiness now what how, what was going on with them i have no idea <laughs> we're coming to fucking she yawning going to getting sleepy but she's on the placebo nothing should change in their lives that's true eight percent of people on the placebo had severe drowsiness what <laughs> the fuck they were sleepy anyway 21 <laughs> percent had severe drowsiness that were on the drug so that's not good 11 percent had dizziness two percent had dizziness that were 
on the placebo yeah y'all had dizziness problems anyway and nausea 10 percent had nausea four percent had nausea on the placebo uh there are also regulatory hurdles to uh for to prescribing and taking it the fda's workaround for some of the scary side effects has been to allow only healthcare professionals to pharmacies who have gone through special training to prescribe the drugs these healthcare providers also need to assess the ability of patients to stay away from alcohol um something that many women don't want to do right it costs 780 dollars a month and, there, and there's only limited insurance coverage available now see that is it's- completely about gender that's com- fucking viagra yeah. they were like we pay goddamn 100 percent of that bullshit right. here's 20 dollars. get yourself some viagra you know shit i'm surprised you can't buy the shit over the counter now yeah for women it's like why you gotta get this drug just get your husband some viagra um right. uh, <laughs> who gives a fuck about you yeah i ain't got a man well get one come back awareness may still be limited well that's also a thing yeah a lot of women probably don't know about this hopefully like I said, they ain't flooding. they're in the chat room right now all right they ain't flooding the market with commercials well they'll be flooding their underwear you know what i'm saying oh lord yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> make that sound <laughs> when that uh when that viagra shit came out all you seen is the old man with the young woman uh walking on the beach sitting in the hot tubs dancing at the clubs you never know when the time is right yeah it was like DraftKings and FanDuel it was that shit was every fucking where uh well listen if you're an older person and you know the sex game is no longer on fleek and you can't afford the $780 a month for female Viagra that may did the 50% chance that shit work that you have a so you can get half an extra sexual encounter per month Mm-mm. which you know we're knocking but hey look who knows it maybe it was zero before that i don't know um i got another solution for you hasbro has new robotic cats that are companion pets for the elderly that's good they mm-hmm. ain't pissing on you you ain't got to clean that shit up you ain't got to have a little box in the old people episode of aziz ansari's new show master of none a grandparent introduces his robotic pet seal to his grandson and then gives a stuffed white animal a kiss on the cheek i went to the va and they gave me this i said i need a companion i was pissed at first but i really like this little guy isn't that right Pyro? he says with adults like the grandpa and master of none in mind hasbro has launched a line of companion pets for people ages five to 105 the joy for all pets is our robotic cats that look uh, feel and purr like normal cats hairballs not included no yeah I, I didn't think about that yeah that's some other some more shit you ain't got to clean up robotic pets are not new uh they've they have been perfect pets with three z's which pretty much just slept the whole time it didn't move and tech yes karen i've seen those i remember one time when i was working at shoney's a little girl came in there with one and the manager almost went and told her to get her goddamn cat out of there because it looked like a real cat. She was just holding that shit, was purring and, and flipping his tail and looking around and shit. That was like, okay, that's a doll. And Techno, the newborn pur- puppy that walked and barked but was more futuristic than fuzzy. Those toys, however, were marketed towards kids. Hasbro's new pets are marketed towards a much wider audience. We believe that the power of play can bring joy to people of all stages of life. And we've heard from our friends and fans and consumers that some of our toys and games are especially appealing to seniors and enhance meaningful interactions with loved ones. There you go, man. Good for you guys. Mm-hmm. So, I, I would probably, if I got a cat, it would be some shit like this. If you can't pet that kitty, then you get you a fake kitty to pet. Okay, old people that can't have sex, 
without the adayi whatever that was <laughs> just you know at least you can have pets uh let's see what else is happening um um i about to say would it fetch but i forgot it's not a dog real cats don't fetch would it knock your shit over like real cats cats are assholes they won't would it, would it, they won't do any of the stuff it's supposed to do karen <laughs> no, cat. it won't follow instructions they really want old people to be happy they give them robot dogs robot cats are gonna be worthless prim is dead she's not coming back <laughs> uh monique on her open marriage and why a pass to cheat can be good video Mm-hmm. oh wait this is 24 minutes, minutes of video jesus christ oh, why people don't do clips of shit whenever they do this yeah oh, we're gonna show you the whole goddamn thing why i didn't i'm just reading the quotes Fuck right it. monique sat down with true exclusives to discuss stand-up comedy her weight loss reality television and of course her secret to a successful marriage you may recall in past interviews that monique has admitted to having an open marriage she tells true exclusives the person that you stood up and you said for better for worse sickness and health riches or poor and you took those vows in front of the universe if you don't live by them then maybe you shouldn't have taken them and when you say a pass to cheat see when you're with the, your best friend and you say to your best friend i'm having these feelings about this person sexually and i want to share it with you then your best friends and you can have these open and honest conversations she goes on to say oftentimes people cheat because of something they're not getting but when you have open and honest dialogue you say we're just human beings and all these people on the face of the earth do you think my eyes won't ever say he's fine or she's attractive now if you want to go further with it let's be honest enough to have those conversations what is it about that person that you find that you want to sleep with because they may they may give you something that i'm simply not willing to do and in that case how can i be mad because i'm not gonna do it should i deprive you of not having it then that's when the relationship is real real there you go karen you ready to get real real with our relationship start having sex with other people are you nope okay then uh but it, you know but hey if you real i mean you know i might not give you anal <laughs> okay i'm not ready to I'm do looking that like uh we about to have this conversation on air i'm uh, not ready to get my salad toss karen I'm I'm, i don't want mine tossed either i'm just letting you know so you, i'm gonna have to get these knees met other places and uh, apparently so i just want to break it to you live on the air because i'm not using jam jelly or honey no <laughs> thank you i am I pre- good i prefer ranch <laughs> <laughs> what is we dipping sauce what's happening here moving in silence says i agree with her sierra sheree oh yeah it's on baller um i don't know it seems that when you are open to your spouse being with others you take the chance of him or her connecting with someone else on an emotional slash sexual level separate from you and possibly developing a relationship that you're not aware of in my opinion i mean it does happen in relationships but i guess to each his own uh moving the sound says i also agree with you um so how you agree with her and the other person anyway so luscious says um i couldn't even read all that but basically i'm not going you could have read it what we just read it it was two paragraphs um but basically i'm not going to enter into a marital union just to have an open relationship in that case i'd rather be single sean says here's how it works <laughs> sean you know he's hating ass Terrell jones jr anyone in an open relationship is selfish they don't want anyone else to have that mate that's why they're not single 
women who allow this might have low self-esteem or low confidence fearing they won't be able to find another man of that caliber basically monique lets this dude get in her head brainwash her into thinking his logic and now she's pushing it off on the others to feel vindicated i know her parents didn't raise her to believe this nonsense how, how do you know that? I'm, and, and people are very judgmental on women when it comes to this type of thing because they think there's something wrong with you mm-hmm. but if they've mutually decided as a couple to do this i don't see the problem i think a lot of times people just feel like they could be judgmental because they have a quote-unquote open relationship mm-hmm. but if they're fine with it whatever their rules and regulations are on their marriage i'm gonna do that yeah i've never understood why people care so much right you know what i mean like end of the day is not your relationship and i think everyone when it comes to consenting adults everyone should back the fuck off you know if if they have decided even if it because you know initially it was just being reported basically she lets her husband cheat on her you know what i mean and that's the number one thing now i kind of think well i will go into it in a second because there's more to the story but i just feel like if it, if that was the case that she just lets her husband go out and fuck other people sometimes and she don't care so right that's their thing mm-hmm. if it's not for you then don't get in a relationship with people like that that's oh, it right and a lot and to me too i think a lot of times people use this like i said back to where to judge a woman because it's one thing where that's okay but if she's like hey i'm fucking too everybody flips a fucking fool yeah um so yeah and of course this guy assumed that this guy that sean assumes that this her, her husband like tricked her right all right she might have came up with the idea you don't know moving aside says sean how do you know this wasn't her idea she's allowed to have to sex other men if you read the entire article so how does so how does she have so, low self-esteem if it's not one-sided i personally don't believe humans were meant to sex the same person for 50 years does that mean i have low self-esteem sean and he says even if it is her idea it will make it look like she has low self-esteem or low self-confidence she knew that he was going to cheat anyway so she allowed this it it made her look weaker than she is i think it came from her having so much weight resulting in her losing 50 pounds i don't know you personally but it could be something deep down inside you that happened in your life to make you come to this theory i'm no dr phil though it didn't stop him from speculating selena says i can stay single and still had a benefits i would not have an open marriage what's the point um i don't know i guess legally there's some points to it i mean obviously you know tax deductions and shit but you know like if you decide to have kids with somebody like you still might want your kids to be raised in a stable environment with two uh adults that you know uh have have a commitment to each other as a family and Mm -hmm. uh romantically um also uh you know the emotional bond like you might be willing to have outside sexual bonds with other people and stuff and still want to have that main bond between each other uh things like if you get sick uh if um you fall on financial hardship you know um things of that nature i mean marriage is pretty much a business arrangement Mm -hmm. and they're just structuring theirs differently than other people but what is it about the way that you learned about marriage that makes it right really think about it like and it's a lot of times based off of religion right yeah what is the thing that made you go two people for the rest of their lives makes more sense than you know eight people or more sense than uh you pair with a person for five years and then every five years you opt 
to get another person like what like what was the thing that made sense to you you know i like when people bring up in her case sexual desire um which is a you know it might be a bigger part of some people's lives than it is in your life so right for some people having sex with other people that they are attracted to might be such a high priority that they're like yo i if i see somebody i want to fuck i want to be able to fuck them period you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. that and that is a decision and a conversation you have to have with your mate if that's going to be their thing because i mean that is a hell of a burden to put on another person but if you go into it willingly i don't understand why it's a problem neither it's not my business technically you know now she's talking about it making it my business so obviously we're talking about it but in general if you know if your friend was living this way it's like what the fuck would this have to do with you now she does say uh now on bossip that she likes to have sex with other men um but uh yeah so um she said oftentimes people cheat because yeah well actually it's the same comments really um but uh i guess she's saying it on stage now so she's talking about it during her stand-up so that's how this is getting now when i said i was an open marriage everybody assumed that's what sydney wanted because i was a fat girl and because i had the money i would just settle to have a man that fine want to be with me. But what nobody knew was the open marriage was not his idea. It was mine. Yes. Because at that time in my life, I had the attitude of, nigga, I'm a baller. I am a motherfucking shot caller. Whoever make the money, make the motherfucking rules. We were in the Bahamas one night, and I said, nigga, check this out. Now keep in mind, I'm talking to my best friend since we were 14 years old. This ain't no new nigga. I said to my best friend, nigga, check this out. From time to time, a bitch travel the world. From time to time, I like to fuck other niggas. And my best friend, his best friend, you fucking another nigga. Ain't got shit to do with me. If that's what's gonna make you happy, go fuck another nigga. He said, but you know I can fuck other bitches. I said, well, nigga, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, man. I um i don't and also it was good that she's um i didn't know she was still doing stand-up after that run as a serious actress for a while you know what i mean um but that's a fucking good joke um but yeah man i don't understand why people put so much into it it's it's really just everybody beating people over the head like fall in line with us because you find some sort of justification in knowing other people are subscribing to the same values you believe in so it's like monique's a celebrity i need her to believe in marriage the way i believe in marriage you see what i'm saying or else I, maybe i'm doing something wrong you know what i mean and saying yeah, and, like and the co-sign it almost right but these are just different schools of thought and you just get in where you fit in if you're polyamorous if you're just non-committal at all if you're uh open on one side open on both sides if y'all bring other people into y'all's um bedroom and shit that's y'all business like i never understood why everybody else needs to look at it and be like well she's doing this i mean what does that say about me nothing what do you how do you feel about you you know and i like i'm glad that she's talking about it because also i'm glad when other 
points of view get out there because there's somebody out there in those situation that feels shamed that feels judged and all this shit because of it um all right uh i guess i'll bring this up too because this is a not a segue or anything but i just don't want anybody leaving us voicemails about it saying we don't care uh 32 people died and 80 people got injured in a nigerian market blast oh um, shit yeah uh this happened right around the same time as uh the french uh terrorist uh th- attack oh. this is uh boko haram uh who them, kidnapped the girls yeah them people have been killing people like crazy but the biggest thing about boko haram that i found out most of their victims are muslim a very very high percentage of the people are muslim and nobody's talking about that shit nobody's covering that shit because they're not white so nobody yeah, they black, cares they black muslims and right. uh nobody cares right and not even white american white just caucasian persuasion like their skin tone is of a lighter skin tone because the book on was was rounding up uh white nigerians uh it'll be the fucking front page of every newspaper yeah and i mean honestly it's um they are responsible for more deaths than isis yes they are but um not more white deaths uh so yeah um just yeah just throw that out there man just that's happened uh all right let's um let's do a segment let's do a segment let's see which one do i feel like doing how about fucking with black people where are my fucking with black people music uh, we're fucking with those black people. We're fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the globe and we search for articles that make us feel fucked with as black people and we score them in intervals of 25 to 100 today's contestants everybody all right uh here's one um sean king uh oh wait no 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 no, no. where is it at yeah sean king returned 100 percent of online donations made to his charity justice together uh on tuesday november 17th fox news and bill o'reilly made a series of false accusations against sean king primary among these accusations was that he raised money for charities and foundations that never existed this was a complete and total fabrication that was debunked now um i will say this um it's funny because the original people i saw retweeting this were retweeting um Oh, I can't remember the name of the website, but it's this really, it's a website we talked about on here before where it's like, yeah, it's not actually a good news source. Right. It makes shit up. Right. And they keep trying to bring down Sean King and attack his credibility, um, which to me shows you from the people who are attacking his credibility, it says a lot about how scared they are of him. Cause all he does really is typically relay facts about uh racism all day Mm -hmm. um 
and okay so here are the facts in highly visible campaign sean king raised nearly five hundred thousand dollars for family affected by police brutality not a single penny of those funds ever went to sean king or any business or charity that he manages these campaigns which combined still do not exceed the money raised online for darren wilson uh have made sean king a very public target sean king is the most visible fundraisers in the black lives matter movement sean king raised over one hundred thousand dollars for the family of tamir rice early on lies against spreading that sean stole this money uh attorneys for his estate and the family itself repeatedly thanked sean for his help and publicly declared they received 100 percent of what was raised uh all funds raised by activists at sean king for the family of tamir rice were received and transferred to the state of tamir rice thanks sean sean king was accused of stealing money he raised for the family of eric garner sean never raised money for the family of eric garner his daughter erica wrote this in public support of sean and their efforts to discredit him i stand with this man divide and conquer is real she wrote on uh uh on twitter uh every single family affected by police brutality that sean has helped has been publicly and profusely thankful for its support not only that they've been forced to waste time and emotional energy explaining that he never touched the funds he raised for them a month after mike brown was re- murdered sean began preparing to start a justice organization called justice that's all this organization eventually became named justice together they are not separate organizations but an evolution of the same charity just together is properly registered 501c3 the federal ein damn he put his federal tax number on here right he was like i want y'all to know this motherfucker real yeah yeah like Um, you almost have to like go look it up yourself bitch yeah and it must be so weird for him writing this and having to put his own name in there right like instead of i he has to put sean <laughs> like in contrast sean you know third person yeah in contrast five hundred thousand dollars sean raised for police brutality victims in 2014 he raised five thousand eight hundred and fifty seven dollars for his own charity in 2014 in interest of his own integrity transparency and public character he has returned 100 percent of these donations in 2014 while raising $5,857 for his own charity. Sean was a well-paid full-time journalist for Daily Coast and opted against using his own social network for public fundraising, except for police brutality victims. In 2015, online donors gave $9,723 to Justice Together. Again, Sean opted against using his own influential social network for fundraising for Justice Together and instead pro- focused primarily on fundraising for families affected by police brutality. In the interest of his own integrity, transparency, and public character, Justice Together returned 100% of those donations even against the wishes of over 100 donors who asked that they not be refunded to them sean then encouraged these donors to get a refund refunded funds to a justice charity or charles of their choice this is vanetta west a respected staff member from the king center i can attest to this at sean king every donation that i made to justice together was refunded this week um so yeah and then you know he goes into like he you know he does he's not getting he's not doing paid uh speaking um engagement he's refused all his paid speaking engagements and he talks about where he spoke for free yeah law school morehouse college georgia tech spellman supernova south conference uh for free um you know what and, and what a lot of cnn msnbc the guardian ebony for free all this shit for free wow um the thing is they're trying to assassinate his character mm-hmm. um and it's coming from people that i don't know why anyone would trust bill o'reilly or um the people that are targeting him anyway but one thing i will say is there's obviously jealousy and infighting amongst people that you know are in that 
they have the same causes but they don't necessarily mean they like the same people and agree with the same stances and shit right and i really hope that people wouldn't let this divide them over like letting these people from the outside come in and dictate to them like if you don't like the motherfucker you don't like the motherfucker there's nothing you can that can be done about that uh that's some personal shit if you're jealous of that person then you're jealous of that person and that's something you can work on in yourself but if it's really like hey tucker carlson said this about this guy so um we believe it right then nah that's that's fucked up that's my opinion because we know that some of these sources are motherfucking liars right these are the same like you taking the same source that is adamant about black lives matter being completely wrong and has accused sean king of not having uh, not being not having black ancestry mm-hmm. have accused him of not having the right amount of children and shit you you find that those sources are credible that's that's where you're going to for this shit like it's so fucked up man um and it's obviously being done to try to cause some type of division amongst black people and in a cause where i would hope the vast majority of us are united right and it's one of the things where not that he had to but it's one of those things where like you said because they're going so hard after his character he's having to do this i'm having to put out my federal tax identification number for my companies i'm purposely and strategically because he could turn it down this money because i want them to know that i'm doing this shit because i stand for this not doing it for profit right and the daily caller was the site that i originally saw this on i meant to say so yeah 100 for me man because mm-hmm. and i mean i'm glad i guess it's cool he got the gave the money back or whatever because everybody's always been suspicious of him because he raises money even with people saying we got 100 percent of the money you got families saying now i don't know why you would be against tamir rice's family getting money to help fight legally like who knows what these causes would be if they didn't have the legal recourse to to get some measure of justice or at least hold someone's feet to the fire because a lot of times that's what happens with black people when our children are killed we don't have the financial resources or the social capital to cash in in order to fight these exhausting battles Mm -hmm. and so we don't get justice a lot of times because and that's why so many people in baltimore were getting that minimum you know here's two hundred thousand dollars and go away yeah we killed your son but here's a hundred thousand dollars that's the most we can settle for that's we've already written the rules karen i'm sorry no problem because they don't have the money to fight they don't like say you don't have the resources to fight and you know and it's funny how people go hard at him but uh a lot of them don't go hard at the people who sold t-shirts with this child's face on it that then those proceeds never made it back to the family well i can't even say that they don't i can't say that they don't i'm assuming those people fight those fights too i hope they do i mean i don't know i wouldn't assume that the only people i assume don't care about that shit are the people like dailycaller.com right and those people right yeah yes. they only care to try to just take as much credibility away from the people that are leading the charge talking about social justice right. man yeah because i forgot i take that back those other people quote unquote don't have faces but he has a face yeah something that you can quote unquote tack or but, go at yeah i mean the shit you read about netta and deray and mm-hmm. uh, you know all these people it's like yeah it's, it's like you really think fucking bill o'reilly cares about 
the, the their credibility no he wants to discredit them and that's it that's as far as he's thought about it there's no like and then what because when they're proven wrong they never apologize they never back off they never reported they, the same vigor they no, they go at something else yeah they just move on and hope that they can somehow take another angle that people won't think about and just discredit these people because the news is out there now so now there's just a headline somewhere that makes people think sean king i that guy's shady for some reason and that's all it takes that's it for most people to dismiss somebody they don't need to read the article they don't need to know it's not true they're not gonna read your defense of yourself they're just gonna go i don't know man i just read somewhere he was shady well you read it on breitbart.com okay well i I don't know i just saw a link on facebook i didn't click on it (laughs) right that's all it takes right and people can't wait to dismiss getting people justice anyway so this is just another built-in excuse for them to be like and that's why i don't fuck with them anyway um uh reggie's a louisiana oh wait 100 for me sorry 100 Mm -hmm. reggie's a louisiana bar is under fire for stamping black woman's hand with nigger now you stamp somebody's hand when they come in the bar a bar in baton rouge louisiana is under fire today after a younger woman i mean a young woman accused the club of stamping her hand with the word nigger taylor ward a freshman at lsu had gone to reggie's a local establishment with friends but her mood quickly soured when she noticed the stamp on her hand was a racial slur the bar stamped our hands at the door and shortly after i noticed the stamp spelled nigger backwards i immediately showed my friends we decided to bring it up to the manager's attention however all he had to say was it's a stamp so we left it's a stamp why did you even do this war said the stamp itself was upsetting enough but what upset her the most is the manager's indifference to her concerns oh they do that to everybody it was really shocking wait they do what to everybody stamp black people like that like this i guarantee you this ain't the first time they've done this oh oh this bar mm-hmm. they okay i thought you yeah. meant every bar no no okay, no no this, this is this sound like this is part of the establishment yeah like, i mean it's not like he rock. he knew he knew about it and he wasn't shocked right uh it was i was really shocked what upset me the most is that it was blatantly disrespectful it was obviously that the design of the stamp was intentional she said uh last night that was my first time going time okay uh i'll put the picture in the chat so you guys can see what yeah. they stamped on their hand yeah and it sounds like this is a big thing because i've kind of seen other people said that they've ran into the same thing around this bar and other bars around this area i don't know where it is but you know this must be like just the bar strip louisiana Um, right yeah near lsu uh while it doesn't appear war was singled out for the stamp because she's black she said others mixed in the crowd were also marked with the slur she is frustrated by the entire experience i just don't understand why we're why we're still having to deal with racist incidents like this in 2015 she wrote this isn't my first time the first time reggie's been accused of being discriminatory earlier this month the daily reveal a student paper at lsu published an interview with a black student who said he was turned away from the bar because of his shoes interestingly the bar's dress codes uh bans political clothing and inappropriate symbols on shirts but flies a confederate flag man why are black people going there ward's first experience at reggie's was disheartening but she isn't letting the bar off the hook in addition to sharing an image on twitter she said her parents are taking this matter very seriously and trying to decide what to do next right right stop that bullshit yeah i mean they fly the confederate flag but that's not offensive though right yeah 
um but i've left bars if i see the confederate flag I'm just oh like, immediately oh for me oh yeah oh yeah no yeah. need to g- give you my money to prove a point oh yeah if i see any nooses yeah confederate flags kkk oh it's time for my black i don't belong here you don't want me here you will not take my money yeah i give it a 75 because they Come got back. some they got some uh white people up in there too so i'll i'll give it a 75 um for me uh but uh what what score do you give it oh 100 100 for you okay uh all right well yeah 75 for me 100 for you uh and i'll do one more of these um apparently donald trump uh had a black person come to his rally Mm -hmm. and uh he was a protester saying that black lives matter uh which seems like a reasonable thing to do So what you heard was um the commotion as he got the Black Lives Matter protester got shoved down, punched, kicked, and tackled during the political rally for Trump. Um and you can hear Trump in the background saying, Get him the hell out of here as the crowd jeers. Uh the protesters seem to be saying Black Lives Matter, which at least one Trump supporter responded, All Lives Matter. He was tackled to the ground, punched and kicked by white Trump supporters. It's not the first time Trump supporters have been caught carrying out racially charged violence at rallies. Um, last month, a Latino protester was pushed down and roughly dragged by supporters at a rally in Miami. Um, and, uh, you know, he just hired a black Tea Party supporter as his uh, spokesperson, by the way. No, so. don't, don't. I don't know why, 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 why a lot of white folks act like, we got a nigger, y'all. Y'all niggas should act like no we know that that nigga's just gonna spew your same foolishness we're not stupid yep. so it doesn't matter that they're black <laughs> if if they still if, if if the message is the same the color of the person's skin does not matter that's just like if the gender is opposite if this person is sexist bigoted homophobe it does not matter the message is the same and that's what i'm listening to and this is the motherfucker that's leading the polls a lot of the time depending on what state you go to these are his supporters and then people wonder well why don't black people support him because bullshit like this because i can guarantee you if this was if somebody white came and uh black people did this to them it would be the fucking front page of the goddamn news yeah uh i'll give this a hundred yeah so karen all right uh let's do uh guess the race oops now that is time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that is time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going all across podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today in the chat room to guess the race and the chat room is racist all right 
investigators say a woman was driving drunk when she hit and killed 38 sheep on a county county road oh shit in colorado the colorado state patrol says 47 year old lynn and michelle is facing several charges including driving under the influence and leaving the scene of an accident oh man oh all that wool i wonder if she was hitting the sheep and she was just like one two ah three i know right uh the denver post reports 12 other sheep in the herd were injured which happened about 115 miles southwest of colorado so she killed 38 of the sheep and 12 were injured she was moving 38 sheep she's a sheep terrorist yes she is investigators uh say the monte vista woman fled the scene but state troopers tracked her down after finding the front license plate of her suv at the scene of the crash michelle declined to comment or provide her attorney's name uh oh mitchell i'm sorry mitchell retired lisa ann mitchell uh reclined declined to comment or provide her attorney's name or reach for comment by the associated press she was arrested on dui no insurance and failure to remain the scene of a crash she was later released on the summons (laughs) yeah no insurance is gonna pay for those sheep right so um yeah um apparently san louis valley is dotted with open range land where drivers are expected to watch for animals colorado state patrol tweeted news of the crash wednesday uh yeah so guess the race of lisa ann mitchell uh who uh apparently doesn't stop for sheep okay uh colorado let's see white wool matters woolly bully white dealt a huge blow to the local dating scene white damn (laughs) colorado white as hell white lady whose husband left her for a sheep she gave the sheep mouth to mouth after hitting them she was a very bad driver white (laughs) snow white snow bunny snowflake white the correct answer is everyone got it white that's her she like she killed some sheep um you know that's just uh when it comes to that case i gotta say that is just sheer madness (laughs) all right uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's go to the bonus round. <laughs> double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Bonus round. Double the uh, of guess the race. Double the points. Double the racism uh everybody's one for one we'll see how they do in the bonus round and bonus rounds brought to you by bevel get that skin clear this episode is brought to you by bevel and the bonus round against the race is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps okay you're walking around with razor bumps it's supposed to be the holiday season you're going to thanksgiving next week guys 
Mm-hmm. Your family's gonna see you. They haven't seen you all year, and you got that shit all on your face. Ugh. Oh. Nobody want to hug your neck. Mm-mm. Think your nieces and nephews want to hug you when you got cesspool in your neck? No. Scratching them and shit. Right. Are you a crackhead, Uncle? No, you're not. That's why you need to get bevel so you can shave all that stuff off and no longer have irritation. I broke up with my irritation. I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> y'all don't go together no more we don't go together anymore guys and i don't think you should have to either this has been the best year of my life a year free of no more irritation and skin sensitivity and all this stuff none of that now you can go to getbevel.com and they're gonna help you out they want to hook you up so bad they will give you a free month of bevel at getbevel.com if you use code TBGWT, TBGWT, I mean, I can't even say it right. I'm so excited. Getbevel.com, G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com. All right. Now let's see. Let's get into this racism that they supported. Just remember that they, uh, they brought you this racism. Okay, guys? Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. a couple calls 911, uh, because they wanted to report possums and people jumping out of a fridge <laughs> spartanburg south carolina <laughs> the deputies responded to a 911 call sunday from a couple who said they were seeing possums and people jumping out of their fridge and microwave oh and the microwave too <laughs> <laughs> ding i know uh spartanburg county deputy said they could not find the address uh the couple initially gave the 911 dispatch but eventually found brandon terry and casey fowler the couple said they accidentally gave the wrong address but had called 911 several times throughout the night the report said the couple had called 911 five times throughout the night the deputy who responded to the call asked the couple if they were on drugs and they told him no terry and fowler told the deputy they had pictures of worms coming out of their floor of their <gasps> vehicle it had pictures of midgets and other people dressed in camouflage. Ah, ah! The deputy said Terry showed him several pictures of a basketball hoop and tree. Terry and Fowler told the deputy that there was a person standing beside the tree in camouflage. The deputy told Fowler he could not see the person, and Fowler told the deputy it was because only he could see them. Oh, Lord. Officials said Terry had six felony warrants for narcotics charges and was put in investigative detention terry agreed to a field sobriety test during the test terry stopped and said the deputy was touching his eyes the deputy told terry he was not and restarted the test deputy said terry had rapid eye tremors the report said terry admitted he had smoked marijuana in the past but not for a month he denied being under the influence of any drugs at the time ems checked terry and fowler and said that they are they had accelerated heart rates ems said the couple seemed to be mentally fine the the deputy spoke to fowler's mother on the phone who said she was on her way because she thought the couple was on drugs she told the deputy fowler and terry had a history of drug abuse they were both arrested deputy said that both terry and fowler they believed they were under the influence of gravel also known as flocka which had effects similar to those of bath salts well goddamn terry and fowler were both charged with unlawful use of 911 terry was also charged with being a fugitive from justice guess the race of brandon terry and casey flower everybody in the chat room daddy uncle says black rob oh shit 
white people who quoted these possums are too hot these possums are too cold but these drugs were just right called the police on his microwave white whiter than the meth the possums brought him the 6911 call was to report the black guy next door was breaking into his own house white meth is a hell of a drug possum was supposed to be dinner white white i don't get this whites (laughs) 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 i don't know why that would crack me up absolutely but it did uh and the correct answer was white they look so sad to be going to jail but they're going oh for sure for shizzle uh possums and midgets and shit yes you're going to jail (laughs) possums and people (laughs) what uh all right last one a british writer tracks down the teen who gave his book a bad review and smashes her with a wine bottle oh cheeky bastard the 28-year-old British man, most notably most notable for his 2006 victory on the quiz show Countdown, tracked down a Scottish teenager who'd written a negative review on his self-published novel and shattered a bottle of wine on the back of her head. The aspiring author pleaded guilty to the 2014 assault in a Scottish court Monday. What? Richard Britton had posted an unfinished version of his book, The World Rose, the world rose on wattpad an app where amateur writers post their stuff and others review it wattpad is perhaps best known as a fan fiction hub one direction fanfic author anna todd landed a book deal last year at the post on her harry style story on there here's a description of britain's book from amazon where it's still for sale an epic fairy tale romance set in the semi-fictional ancient world containing elements of action adventure poetry and comedy the title has a triple meaning the central character is a renowned beauty the rose of the world while the rose flower features heavily in the plot and it also implies the world rose up when ron win drake discovers treasures in a distant paradise a new golden age seems set to begin but ella tundra will find that all which glitters is not gold as she faces many obstacles in her quest for true love no wonder why she gave it a bad review <laughs> i just hope you don't hear this oh no i don't want to get beat upside the head no Karen, no you it's too late now <laughs> my bad he, that's too wordy you like i can't wait and i i've been to jail oh, right i can't wait i'm gonna find you i'm not scared and i love to go back well okay huh, sure britain claimed that early reception to the world rose was strong blogging at the praise i received was remarkable and made me feel great i was compared to dickens shakespeare Rowland, raymond e feast and nora roberts a word but he also complained about bad reviews from idiots and teenagers one of those teenagers was paige Rowland, the eventual Brit- victim of britain's savage bottle attack her entire harsh but fair review has been preserved on amazon but this package really sums up her criticism as a reader i'm bored out of my skull and severely disappointed for what i might have paid for as a writer i'll be at an amateur one i'm appalled that anyone would think that this is worthy of money not only does it begin with once upon a time which you could argue is perfect as this is a fairy tale and it doesn't work it's incredibly pretentious but it's filled with so many writing no-nos way too much telling pretentious prose and a main character that i already hate ella is the perfect princess true to fairy tale so we can all at least give her a little credit despite how painfully annoying this is coupled with a complete lack of real personality shining through roland also noted that britain has gained a bit of infamy on wattpad wattpad 
where he's known for threatening users who don't praise him pray for me she wrote which turned out to be quite pretentious yeah you see she does need to be prayed for because he hit upside the head with a bottle Mm-hmm. damn well then he was like i just hit that bitch with a bottle i know i don't fight i don't argue i just hit that, that bitch, bitch with, with a bottle, bottle. oh it sounds glitchy baby oh uh, all right let me um let me refresh real quick guys because you can give me all kinds of trouble lately um but yeah yeah if you listening to us you good it's just the chat room let's get the glitch yeah um yeah so give it a second to get back in there but while i'm doing it oh no nah, that's not the right version i don't mm-hmm. like that version oh no uh i forgot i, I had to google was it that. kaya that made that song yeah i think kaya trina one of them i don't think it was trina yeah i don't say it was kaya that made that but it might not be on spotify i know okay. kai made of course my neck my back okay wait a my minute. pussy and my crack i'm about to say I can, we can we can google that yeah. oh you got it yeah yeah uh gel and weave is that the name of this that's who made this it's a girl song man okay let's go yeah yeah, yeah. what we gonna do man uh-oh. Uh oh. I just, I guess it's loaded. Yeah, I don't know if this is who. I'm gonna talk about them girls in the club, man. You know, I got yeah. some rider girls in here. Yeah, yeah. Just behave. Yeah. Did it collab Okay. I'm off in the club, cause they niggas keep hollering and showing me love. But don't get mad at me, girl. It ain't my fault that this fit that I'm fitting to your boyfriend bought. I paid the cost, but now I'm the boss. And you picked the fight, but you see that you lost. Outside of the spot, girl, looking the mess. Getting mad by the yeah. second, cause I'm looking the best. I think best. that's the right version. Your homie and she looking depressed. It might be Trina. You think this is it? No, it's another. I was gonna say, I don't think this is no, it. No, I think Trina wrote it, cause I see Trina in there somewhere. Okay, let me see. Trina uh see if i can search for it uh that's not it um oh yeah here it is trainer version all okay. right cool all right yeah it's a girl song man okay let's go yeah yeah why is it freezing at the same place every time? I don't oh, understand. No, no. What we gonna do, man? What oh, we gonna talk about them girls in the club, man? You know, I got yeah. some rider girls in here. Yeah, yeah. Just behave. Yeah. Into it and you got stomped out. Maybe next time you won't open your goddamn mouth with a Timberland logo branded in your forehead, glass uh, out the side in the cup. That's why it's misbehaving. That's who did it. Uh, Not Trina. Okay. I don't fight. I don't argue. I just hit that bitch with a bottle. I don't fight. Don't argue. I just hit that bitch with a bottle. That problem, I'll solve them. I just hit that bitch with a bottle. I remember when this came out. That song still hold up, but um, listen. Yeah, he that's what security he did. went coming through. He hit you with a bottle. He said, "I don't fight. I don't argue. I'm gonna hit this that bitch, bitch with, a with a bottle, mm-hmm. even though she's 16. Yeah, and she don't like my she don't like my my 
my book that i put online to be reviewed it don't matter we in the party clubbing on my book and you came in here with some bullshit so i hit you with a bottle bitch he was insisted the one-star review apparently tracked down rollins facebook page discovered where she lived in scotland and worked at as the supermarket he allegedly traveled 500 miles from london goddamn and found her at the store crouching to stock a low shelf of cereal boxes he hit her from behind with a full bottle of wine leaving her unconscious and with a gash on her head according to the daily mail this isn't even the first time britain has been accused of stalking a woman online the perfect princess of his novel ella tundra was apparently based on a woman he targeted a creepy courtship he described in a blog post called the benevolent stalker eventually eventually he she contacted the police i was called by a police woman and told that i had to stop contacting her of course he stopped right on valentine's day 2014 i sent her another card with an elaborate drawing of a wild scene in it she became the character ella tundra and that is how the world rose began oh britain has since updated the post to acknowledge that it was deluded and creepy and that he's now getting treatment there's no such thing as benevolent stalking this is now crystal clear to me i was wrong no means no yeah i guess as you get more popular um and you don't want people to not buy your book anyway guess the race of uh creepy stalker man um hitting bitches with bottles who's hitting little girls with bottles you know um what a what a asshole what a sensitive fragile ego motherfucking asshole and i i don't you know we got wine bottles i'm gonna tell you right now that's gonna hurt not only that to crack them you got to put some pressure behind it because i've right. dropped bottles and them shits will, will will bounce like a rubber maid so uh in order for to crack you put some force behind that he sir. obviously didn't get enough help uh lauren said and i would walk 500 miles and i would walk 500 more scottish cracker Scottish cracker. <laughs> uh white the only other color in scotland is plaid Aww. wasn't a henny bottle so white track it down runway slaves is his family heritage so finding the kid was easy white white he resisted that girl's temptation with a bottle white swear on me mom i'll bust you right in your gob white the brat will be proud but this one is white Aww. uh one who lacks pigment jared's evil cousin seeking out kids for beatdowns the correct answer is white mm-hmm. he, he was a white man with a fragile ego so um and let me just get right back to play the applause so ratchet this time I don't fight. I don't argue. I just hit that bitch with a katana. <laughs> Apparently so. Sore wilder man robs poor Huron Daily Queen, Dairy Queen. Not the ice cream shop. Right. First, you guys didn't say shit when I kept telling you. Now they're coming for Dairy Queen. All you want is your blizzard. Police are continuing to search for a man seen on camera with a sword who robbed poor Huron, the poor Huron Dairy Queen on Tuesday uh sergeant dave shaggy said the man ordered a blizzard then pulled out a sword or a machete as the store employee opened the cash register the suspect grabbed the cash fled the ice cream shop no injuries were reported investigation is ongoing suspect described as a white man possibly in his mid-20s about six feet tall wearing a black and blue parker black hooded gloves and gray scarf on a hank with handkerchief with skulls on it 
according to uh information oh yeah call help help if you can help anyway all right guys talk to y'all tomorrow uh but uh until then get our album on itunes mm-hmm. sunspot and ratchet other ratchetness and uh make sure you guys uh continue to support bevel until tomorrow i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.